Hello, and welcome back to The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. We're doing a book study on this book written by Eckhart Tolle, and we hope you have your copy so that you can follow along. Today, we're in Chapter 6, Section 2, The Inner Body, Look Beyond the Words. My name is Barbara Wainwright, and I'm here with Gilda Simone. Welcome, Gilda. Thank you. Woohoo! All right, Look Beyond the Words. And a student says, I don't like the word sin. It implies that I'm being judged and found guilty. And I just want to say, here, here. <laughs> I don't like it either. Eckert replies, I can understand that. Over the centuries, many erroneous views and interpretations have accumulated around the words, such as sin, due to ignorance, misunderstanding, or a desire to control. But they contain an essential core of truth. If you are unable to look beyond such interpretations and so cannot recognize the reality to which the word points, then don't use it. Don't get stuck on the level of words. A word is no more than a means to an end. It's an abstraction, not unlike a signpost. It points beyond itself. The word honey isn't honey. You can study and talk about honey for as long as you like, but you won't really know it until you taste it. After you've tasted it, the word becomes less important to you. You won't be attached to it anymore. Similarly, you can talk or think about God continuously for the rest of your life, but that does not mean you know or have even glimpsed the reality to which the word points. It really is no more than an obsessive attachment to a signpost, a mental idol. The reverse also applies. If, for whatever reason, you dislike the word honey, that might prevent you from ever tasting it. If you had a strong aversion to the word God, which is a negative form of attachment, you may be denying not just the word, but also the reality to which it points. You would be cutting yourself off from the possibility of experiencing that reality. All this is, of course, intrinsically connected with being identified with your mind. So if a word doesn't work for you anymore, then drop it and replace it with one that does work. If you don't like the word sin, then call it unconsciousness or insanity. That may get you closer to the truth, the reality behind the word, than a long misused word like sin, and leaves little room for guilt. I don't like those words either. They imply that there is something wrong with me. I am being judged, Edvard says. Of course there is something wrong with you, and you are not being judged. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't mean to offend you personally, but do you not belong to the human race that has killed over 100 million members of their own species in the 20th century alone? <laughs> the student says, you mean guilt by association? And Eckhart says, it is not a question of guilt, but as long as you are run by the egoic mind, you are part of the collective insanity. Perhaps you haven't looked very deeply into the human condition and its state of dominance by the egoic mind. Open your eyes and see the fear, the despair, the greed, and the violence that are all pervasive. See the heinous cruelty and suffering on an unimaginable scale that humans have inflicted and continue to inflict on each other, as well as on the other life forms on the planet. You don't need to condemn, just observe. That is sin. That is insanity. That is unconsciousness. Above all, don't forget to observe your own mind. Seek out the root of the insanity there. 
Well, this is another short, short section, but I really like what he's saying in this section, which is words are words. They're just indicators. They point you in a direction like the word honey. You can't really understand what honey is by talking about it until you taste it. And then you know what it is. So don't be concerned with the language if you tune in to the inner body and to the essence of the spirit that's coming through, you will know, it's like tasting the honey, you will know what tapping in and tuning into the spirit realm feels like. It's all the sensations of unconditional love and compassion. And that sense of spirit that comes over you, I've heard, talked about as maybe the hand of God or the Holy Spirit. And it's a uplifting, all-encompassing feeling of love. That's what I was going to say, love. Right, unconditional love and acceptance. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this short little section, and we certainly look forward to getting back together with you next week. Hope you have a great week ahead. Bye now. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to show your support, you can contribute by going to wainwrightglobal.com forward slash go forward slash support or give us a call at 800-711-4346.